Good evening, my friends, and welcome to tonight's guided meditation slash sleep story. My name's Rochelle, and tonight's story was inspired by this beautiful deck of oracle cards by Denise Lynn titled The Sacred Forest. As we journey into the forest this evening, we'll be reminded of our own inner strength, the power of our intuition, and we'll be given the opportunity to become crystal clear on what it really is that we desire in this life. If you're new to sleep stories or guided meditations, it's a really beautiful time to put aside anything that is not absolutely necessary, turn off any devices you don't need, and really set aside this few minutes to tend to yourself. It's beautiful to do this as you are falling asleep, and it's going to trigger a deeply restorative rest. So take a few moments to get as comfortable as you possibly can. Consider a blanket, an eye pillow, maybe aromatherapy. If you have a weighted blanket, that would be amazing. And anything that you can do to really make yourself even just 1% more comfortable Go ahead and pause this and take a moment to set yourself up for deep rest. If you enjoy this sleep story, then please give this video a like, consider subscribing to the channel, and check out the notes below and consider booking your own personal reading using the Sacred Forest Our journey begins on a rainy night in the middle of a candle-lit library. It is evening. You enter your library, tired and weary from a long, draining day. Another day filled with tasks someone else needs you to do to benefit their dreams and their journeys, their goals and desires. You plunk yourself into your favorite armchair and wonder how much longer you can last this way. Waking up day in and day out, spending your precious hours tending to the needs of others and putting yourself last again and again. The feeling makes you sick, but you don't know what to do. So, you reach for your favorite escape, your books. Though hundreds, if not thousands of books adorn the walls around you, there's no need to search tonight. You already know what you've come for. Once again, tonight, you will retreat to the story that has filled you with hope and excitement. The story that has renewed your heart with a sense of wonder and enchantment. The story of the sacred forest. 
the novel is waiting for you on your side table. You cover yourself with a blanket and reach for the book and are surprised that tonight the book doesn't seem to have the same quality it does when you typically pick it up. Tonight the book is electric. It seems to be vibrating with energy as if it's alive. Perhaps you're just tired, but even for a tired, weary soul, this feels strange. You pick the book up and open it to where you left off, but before you can begin reading, something remarkable happens. The book jumps from your hands, falls to the floor, and begins to glow with a soft light. Surely you must be imagining this, but then its vibrating becomes louder and more vigorous. And before your eyes, a type of mist seems to emerge from the pages. Gentle swirls make their way into the air before you, and from this mist emerges a figure. It is a woman. Her long blonde curls cascade down her back. Her dress of blue and green billow behind her as if a gentle breeze follows her wherever she goes. She floats before you, looks you up and down, and with a gentle voice speaks, Hello, I am the spirit of air. I've traveled from the sacred forest to bring you a message and an opportunity. You stare at her, dazed and unsure of what to do or say. You recognize her, of course. The spirit of air is one of your favorite characters from the story. You visited with her many times in the pages of your book, but you're sure she can't possibly be here in front of you now. Being the spirit of knowledge, she can see that you're confused, so she carries on. The guardians and I have been watching you. We see how tired you allow yourself to become while spending time in the outer world. We know you in our land, and we know you here. We know that when you leave the sacred space of the forest and come back to this outer reality, things shift for you. You no longer carry the light that resides within you while in our realm, and this makes us sad. We see how free you are in our land, and we want this for you here. We recognize that you have great potential, and we're here to help you achieve your dreams. Our goal is to help you feel light, free, and alive in this world as much as you do in the sacred forest. You continue to stare blankly, unsure what to make of this mystical spirit. I can see that you are struggling, so I offer you this. While most days you are able to escape to our realm through your book, today and today alone will you be granted the ability to physically enter the sacred forest. It is not often that our worlds are able to cross paths in this way, but the guardians and I have been watching you, and we believe that you have much to bring to this world. We know there is a journey you must embark on 
in order to fully realize this yourself. And tonight we offer you the opportunity to begin. Still stunned, you continue to stare. The air spirit rubs her palms together, creating a brilliant, glowing energy. The energy forms a golden orb, small at first, but quickly growing bigger and bigger. As the orb expands massively, it consumes the entirety of the fireplace before you and transforms it into a towering oak tree, which appears to contain a door. The spirit speaks again. Should you choose to take this journey, it is imperative that we leave now. You will have only 24 hours to find what it is you seek, and the window of time is growing smaller and smaller. As the air spirit gives you this message, you feel a strength rising up from deep within. You breathe fully, feeling your lungs fill and your chest strong, and you know that you must go. You cannot explain what is happening or why, but you know there is something for you beyond that door. The air spirit takes in this shift. I can see you've decided, she says, and so it shall be. I cannot tell you what you will find on your journey, for each seeker is unique. But I can tell you that when you arrive back in this room, you will never again be the same. If at any time during your journey you find yourself in trouble, come back to the most powerful tool you have, your breath. Take three deep breaths and watch as your circumstances around you transform. Good luck, dear friend. May you find what you seek. As suddenly as she appeared, the spirit of air is gone. You rise from your chair and the door on the tree silently opens. You peer in and see a winding staircase. It descends down into the earth, the walls lit by candles. You cannot see what waits at the bottom, but this deep knowing within pulls you forward and down the steps. Down, down, and down you walk, each step bringing nerves, curiosity, and excitement. What's next? What other spirit may you encounter? Down, down, down you walk. Will you see everything you've read about? The fairies? The gnomes? The sweet little otters splashing in the brook? Before long, you've reached the bottom of the staircase and you find yourself on the threshold of a grove of aspen trees. You step forward and hear the crunching of branches beneath your feet. The grove is quiet in a peaceful way. And there's no clear path, so you're unsure where to go. But you remember from your book how the roots of the aspen trees network together and how this represents community, endurance, and protection. So though you're not exactly sure which way to go, 
you feel the support of this network of trees and you begin to walk forward one step at a time. After several minutes of walking in silence, you begin to hear a gentle fluttering. It is so faint that you can barely hear it, and surely if the grove had any noise at all, even the slightest hint of a breeze, you would not hear it. But the grove is silent, and this fluttering comes nearer and nearer until a delicate hummingbird flies up next to you and lands on your shoulder. Its beautiful wings are iridescent, and it's saying hello and blessing your journey. You feel peaceful in the presence of this hummingbird. As it would happen, the moment this beautiful creature lands on your shoulder, you come to a clearing in the grove. Here, there is a fork. You're given a choice. To the left or to the right? Such a simple choice, yet so unknown. You have no reason to consider danger. That's not the type of forest this is. But you have no idea which path to take. The hummingbird can sense your confusion and leaves your shoulder to hover in front of you and offer support. It looks directly into your eyes, its tiny but powerful spirit encouraging you to go within before making your choice. It closes its eyes and you feel it telling you, you know, you know. You breathe deeply and set down the path you're intuitively guided to choose. The aspens grow fewer in number and you approach what appears to be a thicket of thorns. As high as you can see, there is no way around. You enter slowly with caution. As you move forward, the branches poke at you. They catch your clothing and irritate your skin. But when you attempt to move back, your movement is prevented. The more you struggle, the more frustrated you become. And the more frustrated you become, the tighter the branches grasp. No matter what direction you try, there are blockages. And you question why you chose this path. Did your intuition lead you astray? But knowing this simply cannot be, you remember the words of the air spirit. If you find yourself in trouble, come back to the most powerful tool you have, your breath. Take three deep breaths and watch as your circumstances transform. You steady yourself and close your eyes and take three deep intentional breaths in and out in and out in and out you allow a feeling of peace to overtake you you open your eyes and as if by magic, your path has been cleared. You feel great relief as you step onto a path 
that becomes less and less like the colorless though beautiful grove of aspen trees and grows more and more lush, green, and alive. Tall trees, small shrubs, and everything in between now line this meandering pathway. The colors around you seem to radiate a soft glow. Greens, yellows, reds, and golds. You hear the chirping of birds overhead and see flowing beams of light gleaming through the leaves in the tall trees. This is what you pictured when you envisioned entering the sacred forest. This is why you agreed to the journey. You could not have imagined you would have faced such a tangle right away, but that has passed and you are grateful to be present now. As you walk this path, you see small groupings of mushrooms pushing their way up through the dirt. The scent of pine fills your lungs and a squirrel jumps from one branch to another in search of his next meal. And if you're not mistaken, you've caught a glimpse of a tiny little gnome hiding behind a tree. The gnome seems curious but is slightly alarmed by the presence of an unexpected visitor. You walk slowly, enjoying the smell of the fresh forest air. You see small berries lining the bushes, but aren't sure if they're safe for consumption, though you are starting to feel a bit hungry. Traveling dimensions isn't easy work. As you continue your journey, you hear the sound of distant water. It's not a running type of water, but a gentle splashing. You see something scurry by your feet. It's small and moving quickly, so you're not sure, but it looks like it could be an otter. From out of the bushes emerges another, and then another, and then you can clearly see this precious group of otters. They run one after the other, farther along the path, and as you follow them, you pass magnificent trees, maple and pine, cedar and redwoods. You arrive at the edge of a beautiful pond. The crystal blue water sparkles in the light, and otters of all sizes race to the edge of the shore, jumping into the cold water, resurfacing just to come out and jump back in again. Their playful nature is so sweet, you decide to take a few minutes to watch and to rest. You sit by the edge of the pond, taking off your shoes and dangling your feet in the water. It's cold, but refreshing. Your stomach begins to grumble, and as if the forest were anticipating your needs, you find that you've sat beside an apple tree. A deliciously ripe apple falls and lands at your feet. You thank the forest for this gift and take a moment to savor this precious offering. As you eat this nourishing apple and watch the otters play, the feeling you receive is provision. 
While in the bramble feeling trapped, your powerful breath cleared the way. When you weren't sure which path to take, the hummingbird spirit came to you, reminding you of your inner wisdom. And when you felt hungry, the trees bore you fruit. You know that you are being deeply provided for, and whatever may come during this journey, there is no need to worry. As you sit with this feeling of peace, eating your apple, toes in the pond, you feel something brush against the back of your arm. A darling baby deer stands behind you. She's pressing her sweet little nose against you, encouraging you to move on from this place. You reach out to gently stroke the side of her face and let her know that you're quite content in this moment. But she continues to nudge you and looks down the path past the pond. You follow her gaze but see no immediate need to leave this space. But this darling deer will not give up. She becomes more insistent, nudging you, looking up at the sky, and looking ahead. She then gets up and begins walking away from you, but she looks back every few steps, clearly wanting you to follow her. You can't explain why after struggling through the bramble and arriving at this beautifully peaceful place, you would make any moves quite yet. But you remember the hummingbird's intent gaze as a reminder to tune inwards. And the truth is that you feel a twinge, that intuitive knowing that this deer sees more than you and it wants you to follow her for a reason. So you sigh, put your shoes back on, and begin to follow the deer. Not two minutes after you leave the pond, a dark, heavy cloud moves across the sky. It's taking over more suddenly than you could have imagined. And then you hear rolling thunder in the distance, but drawing closer. The deer lets out a small cry and urges you to speed up. Rain begins to fall from the clouds, quickly becoming a downpour. In the blink of an eye, a storm has taken over the forest. Torrents of rain pour down over your head and shoulders, and crashes of thunder shake the earth. Shards of lightning illuminate the now darkened woods. You follow the deer, running now, unsure where to go to take shelter. But she knows. She leads you to what looks like a solid wall of stone in the forest and stops as if she expects you to enter. You see no way in, but the deer uses her sweet wet nose to point to a boulder in front of the wall. You move closer to it and examine and see that it seems to be blocking something. There is an entrance of sorts. You gather all your strength and push the heavy rock out of the way, and lo and behold lies the entrance to what appears to be a cave. As soon as you roll the stone away, the deer and a few other nearby animals also seeking shelter make their way in, grateful that you've provided this dry solace. You look in and see nothing but blackness 
this is truly not a place you wish to go. But just as you trusted your breath in the bramble and remembered the provision of the apple at the lake, you know that you are protected here. And so you venture into the darkness. The cave is cold and damp, but you are not afraid. The darling deer sticks close to your side and you know that she is here to guide you through this storm. You remember that while you obviously have guides with you here and now in this sacred forest, you also have access to these guides in the outer world and you make a point to remember this and to call on them more often once your journey through the sacred forest ends. Having faith that you are protected always, you walk slowly, with caution, not fear, ahead into the darkness with the deer by your side. You walk for what seems to be ages in the dark and are beginning to grow tired. But you think you can see the beginning of a glow in the distance. Yes, far, far in the distance, there is some type of phosphorescent glow. And as you walk, the glow gets brighter and brighter. You assume it must be some sort of moss or natural algae, but the closer you get, you begin to think differently. This is not naturally occurring light. These are miniature lanterns. Lanterns of all shapes and sizes that seem to be lighting carved out pathways. And then you realize where you are. The Grotto of the Gnomes. Of course, you've read of this place in your book. This is where the gnomes spend their evenings while they're not out foraging for treasure. As you draw closer, you see their tiny homes illuminated by their handmade lanterns. They're quite good craftsmen, you know. This rarely entered underground lair welcomes you, and here in their natural habitat, the gnomes don't even sense your presence. They carry on with their gnome ways, chatting and building and eating and resting, playing and creating their natural state. You pass by, grateful to let them be and have been able to be one of the few humans to ever observe them in their natural habitat. You carry on through the cave with a renewed energy and spring in your step. You cannot believe all of the beautiful, enchanting things you've had the ability to come into contact with this night. As you walk through the cave, the light begins to grow dim again, and you feel you're approaching a large energy. Peaceful and quiet, but strong. You hear a gentle snore and realize that there must be an animal somewhere near. And as you walk, the sound of breathing gets louder. You see no animal and have seemed to come to a natural end in the cave, but there's no visible exit. Suddenly, an emerald flame ignites in front of you and within it emerges another spirit. 
This spirit, in a long dress of deep green, adorned with vines of ivy and flames in her hands, is the spirit of fire. She illuminates the cave and you see that beside her is a massively, formerly sleeping dragon. The dragon is purple and navy and it shimmers in her glow and begins to awaken. It stretches its claws and opens its mouth wide in a massive yawn before standing up and moving closer to the fire spirit. You, says the spirit. You point to yourself, ensuring that you are who she is in fact speaking to, though there really couldn't possibly be anybody else. Yes, you, she repeats. What have you come for? I'm not sure, you reply. The fire spirit speaks with clarity and fierceness. We do not expect visitors. You're not sure what to say to this. It was clear that you were invited to this realm by the air spirit, but the fire spirit does not seem to be aware of this invitation. Part of you wants to back away, but where would you go? And again, you remember the words of the air spirit. If you find yourself in trouble, come back to the most powerful tool you have, your breath. Take three deep breaths and watch as your circumstances transform. You steady yourself and close your eyes and you take three deep intentional breaths. In and out. In Then, with great courage, you muster a voice that doesn't quite sound like your own and reply, I can see that you are the spirit of fire. You know this from your previous journeys through the book, and you have not expected my arrival. I was invited by the spirit of air to come to your realm and go on a journey. I have no destination and no real goal, but what I do have is an inner calling and a knowing that I am meant to be here now. The fire spirit replies, how can you possibly go on a journey without a destination? What is the point in such things? To which you reply, I cannot answer this question. I only know that I am following my intuition. At the mention of intuition, a glowing orb appears to light up in front of the dragon. You were distracted before, but are now able to see that the dragon is holding, or perhaps guarding, a crystal ball. The fire spirit now looks at you through a different lens. You've been able to light the dragon's orb, only one with a pure heart who truly belongs in the sacred forest would have this ability. Hearing this brings you a sense of relief. You were sure the fire spirit wouldn't harm you, but you're glad to see she's softened. And the fire spirit continues on. I now understand why you've come. The guardians of the forest have sensed something within you, something remarkable that is needed greatly in the outer world. What this is, I do not know, and it seems you may not know either. 
You have been led to this place at this time to gaze upon the dragon's orb. You lack direction, but have heart. You desire change, but you lack vision. This is your time to get clear. Gaze into the orb and envision your dreams, your future. Imagine the absolute best version of yourself. The authentic, empowered you. What are you doing? Who are you with? And most importantly, how will you feel when you become this version of you? Take a moment to get crystal clear. Honored, you step up to the dragon who gracefully steps aside and allows you to gaze into the orb. This is the time for you to get crystal clear. What is your purpose in life? Why have you come here? How do you want to feel and who are you becoming? You take this time to envision your dream life and you allow yourself to do so without limitation. If finance, age, location, health status, and every other barrier were removed from your path, where would you be? What would you be doing? And again, most importantly, how will you feel becoming this version of yourself?
When it's time to rise, again you feel the nudging of the sweet deer. She's letting you know your journey is nearly complete. It's time to leave the cave and carry on with the final piece. You wake to see that the fire spirit and the dragon have gone, leaving no trace they were ever there. It seems the rest of the animals have departed as well. But the deer remains consistently by your side, and she shows you your next steps. There now stands a beautiful stone staircase at the other side of the dragon's den. It was surely not there before, but you have accepted that this is a place of magic. As you ascend the staircase, you notice that each step has been formed from what seems to be crystals. Amethyst, jade, citrine. Each step is a work of art and you feel stronger and more empowered with every move you make, as if the crystals themselves are filling you with their power from the ground up. You begin to see small bits of grass poking up through the cracks in the steps. Up you walk, leaving the darkness of the cave and seeing the light of day beginning to shine again. Up and up you climb. You reach an opening that from the outside would be hidden from sight. The exit to the cave has been well hidden with grass that stands as tall as you. You part the grass and take the last step up and out of the cave. The storm has cleared and the sun has come back full force. A beautiful rainbow fills the sky. You soak up the glorious rays of light and are filled with a sense of gratitude. You know that though your time in the forest is nearing its end, your journey in the outer world is just beginning. After a moment of adjusting back to the daylight, you look around to see that you are in an expansive meadow. Daffodils and bluebells surround you. Hummingbirds and bees flit around with excitement, bringing an air of prosperity. Fairies and butterflies come to greet you and offer their sincere smiles and genuine love. And on the other side of the field, it appears there's a party happening. Filled with a renewed energy, you run the length to see what's going on. You arrive at a small cabin that looks like it must belong to some type of hobbit. As you get closer, you hear cheerful music playing from inside. There is a picnic table set up with all sorts of snacks and treats. And elves! Dozens of elves! They're everywhere and as they see you coming, they begin to gather around the table. Congratulations, they say. You have completed your quest. They race to you with offerings of tasty treats you've never before seen but cannot wait to try. From behind the cabin emerges a beautiful stag. This, you know from your story, is one of the guardians of the sacred forest. He draws close, slow and calm, but with great power and majesty, 
and says, Thank you, young one, for blessing our realm with your presence. It was an honor to have you here. Please take what you've learned during your time, that you are the light and you are perfect and powerful as you are, and that you are an inspiration to others and use this knowledge as a force for good in the outer world. Things are shifting and you are needed now more than ever. Let your light shine. Stand in the truth of who you are. Go forth and spread this love to your friend. At this, the deer who has been guiding you leaves your side and goes to join the stag, her father. Then, appearing from behind the cabin is a beautiful doe, the young deer's mother, and she gifts you a basket. It's filled with treats to restore you, and she leads you to the backside of the house, where you are reunited with the mighty oak tree that appeared what seems like ages ago in your library. She bows her head gracefully, and you know it is time to leave. You turn around and say goodbye to the sacred forest, knowing that while you can come back here anytime through your reading, you may never have an experience quite like this again. You return the deer's gentle nod and begin to ascend the staircase. Up, up, up you walk, filled with a renewed sense of confidence, acceptance and certainty about who you are and why you're here. You know that while you have the power to create whatever type of life you like, simply being you is enough. You are a being of light, and you are supported by the spirits and the creatures of the sacred forest, whether in your inner world or the outer. You take this comforting truth with you and hold it at your heart. You've reached the top of the staircase. You open the door and walk through, and it's as if you'd never left at all. The fire still glows, your blanket awaits, the only shift is that your beloved book has been brought from the floor and placed lovingly back on your table, ready to read at any time. And beside it sits a small stone. You intuitively know that this stone was left for you by the air spirit. She wants you to have this physical reminder that the forest is with you wherever you go. A smile comes over your face and a feeling of calm washes over your body. You curl back to your armchair and allow this experience to fully release upon you. You have changed, as the air spirit said. You've become more you, and for this you are truly grateful. You feel empowered to move forward in your life shining your authentic light. And this, my friends, concludes our journey through the sacred forest. Thank you so much for taking the time to show up today for yourself. And remember that this is important to do every single day. You are the main character of your life and your light matters. I highly recommend getting a small stone, a pebble, or a crystal, and carrying it around with you 
to remind yourself of the fact that you are empowered with light wherever you go. And as a physical reminder that your guides are with you, whether you're in the sacred forest, in your room, reading a book, or anywhere in the outer realm. If you enjoyed this story and you want to go deeper with your healing experience, then please use the links in the description box below and consider booking a one-on-one spiritual reading with me. This would of course include using the Sacred Forest Oracle deck and would be an opportunity for you to connect with your guides, to connect with mine, and to work together to see what the universe has in store for you and any pressing messages that your team may want to pass on. Again, thank you so much for taking the time. If you enjoyed this, please give this video a like consider subscribing to the channel. I am sending you so much love and light and we will speak soon my friends. Namaste.